You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 270. Today, I'm going to walk you through five unique cash injections that you can use to finish out 2023 and set up Q4 for the ultimate success. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if you are listening to this today at the time it drops, it's October 2nd, the second day of the final quarter of 2023, which is so crazy to me. And honestly, if I'm being honest with you, this episode has been feeling a little bit sticky for me. I've just been feeling a little bit ugh funky. I can't get out of my, I'm kind of in a creative funk right now. And so, and and when I say right now, I mean today as in Sunday. And I think that that is partly because I usually take Saturday off and Saturday is like the full day off where I don't consume. I, I usually, I'm, I'm really on Instagram for like 10 minutes just so that I can look through my DMs. But honestly, I'm, I usually take the whole day, the whole day off to, to fully decompress so that on Sunday I can focus on my content creation for the week and just check in with it. And I, I and and really check in to set up my accelerators. But we did a flash promotion for Q3 to just really kind of clean things up. I mean, yeah, to clean things up for Q3. And so today I'm feeling just a little bit creatively tapped. And I'm sharing that with you because I feel like two things. For me specifically, I tend to be very educational. I'm very talk, 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 teach, 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 which is awesome. But sometimes that I I forget to share the, uh, I forget to share and not because I don't want, I'm hiding it. It's not a secret. I just share it because I think it's not important. And I know that that's not true because sometimes nobody wants to share the messy middle. Nobody really gives us insight into the messy middle. And we often hear like rock bottom and then super success. And what about the teenage years? What about that messy, uncomfortable middle? middle? And I think that people often neglect it and forget it. And so, and honestly, the messy middle has kept me blocked for so long and me feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get there. As soon as I get there, as soon as I get there, then, then I'm this, then I'll share, then I'll do, then I'll whatever. It's the if then continuum that I feel it keeps so many high achievers trapped. I can't tell you how many successful, really smart, successful coaches who have been exponential in helping their, or have been that are, they're just truly extraordinary talents in getting their clients results. They never feel like they're enough. There's this arbitrary chase. There's this arbitrary moving the goal post that keep that perpetuates high achievers to continue to achieve. 
And that's awesome. I never want to take away that gap. I never want to take away the, the desire for more for the next step. It just oftentimes comes at the expense of recognizing the gains and always feeling like I'm never... I'm never going to get there. And it's something I noticed in myself for so long. And so because of that, I feel like it causes me to not share because it makes me feel like or think that it doesn't matter. But the more that I share about it inside my accelerators container, like right now I'm putting together a whole brand new mindset mastery for them where I've always just kind of walked around feeling like, oh man, I'll you know, that's not me. I don't teach that. That's not for me. I don't really, that's not, I don't really do, I I do that, but that's not really for me. And I don't really share that. I'm just more strategy and I really am high strategy. But then I started noticing that my accelerators were asking more questions like, wait, how did you work out of 120K debt? What did you do to actually move through that messy middle? And it's funny because I'm like, well, I'm still kind of in that messy middle, but that's, because I keep moving the goalpost, but to them, I'm not at that. I, I haven't gotten past that messy metal yet. So I'm sharing this with you for two reasons. One is because I think it's important to, I think it's important to share some of those sticky moments because I think it's easy to look out into the world and think, oh, everyone just has it handled and figured out and that just couldn't be farther from the truth. One. And two, I share it because I just wanted to hit record. I wanted to get out what's kind of percolating in me. And I kind of looked at that calculator. I looked at the calendar of what it is that we are going to be recording. And I thought, yeah, that is a great episode. I just think we're missing this one. And I think it's this one is the reset. And I think it's just so important to hit that reset because this happens a lot. And I'm noticing it in some of my accelerator clients is that they take action which is so cool. And we need to do that. They take inspired action. And then it gets really challenging to continuously take inspired action because we're going to get, because what happens is we come into, we come into the program, we come into the container, we come into business building really with this, this, yeah uninformed optimism. And then we take action and then we get, we get experience and experience is truly a double-edged sword because we take action, the action has an outcome, and then the outcome will cause an effect, a feeling, a disappointment. And sometimes those feelings of disappointment, that chip on your shoulder, and those feelings are, are, are just a constant chip. It's like a death by thousand, about death by, by a thousand paper cuts where we're just constantly chipping away at whether or not, you know, at, at, and our brain is just keeping us safe and constantly trying to chip away at our, our hope essentially. So because our brain doesn't want us to take risks, our brain doesn't want us to, to make a change, even if the change is for the better. And the same is true for your clients, by the way, your clients go through the same thing. And so then what happens is so many people get into that valley of despair, especially now, especially in Q3, because now we have all this, this evidence of it not going well. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, we have to be able to, to define and, and get clear on what, and be discerning on what is the next best decision. Do I keep, con you know, how do I keep continuing to go down this path or do I make a decision and, and pivot? And I've done a few episodes and some coaching on, on quitting because 
I think that there is this pressure to never quit. And sometimes quitting is the best option. And, and how do you know the difference? I'll share for me two things. One is that if I'm, when I, if I don't feel like it, like right now, this is a perfect example. I hit record and I don't really feel like hitting record, but I know that I'm committed to getting this episode, this podcast out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And in my mind, I had a million different reasons as to why I wasn't going to get this podcast out. Uh, Nobody listens to it, which is not true, but nobody listens. I mean, you're listening to it, but in my mind, I'm convincing myself of really good reasons as to why I'm not going to do this podcast. But then I'm committed. And so I just trust myself to just get started. I hit record and whatever comes out is going to come out and it's going to be great. And if I'm really like sticking, not liking it, just hating it after 10 minutes, five minutes, I'll stop. In fact, this is the third recording of this of this episode. I've, I've tried a couple of different things and it just was not feeling good. It was not flowing. What, for me, I'm just the type of person that just gets in the flow. Once I go, I hit record and then it just education and, and stories come through me. Content comes through me really easily. And so I I, I just paused. I took a break. I really thought about it and said, no, why don't we just do this? And then I gave my myself permission. And then now here we are. Okay. So I'm really clear on, do I feel like it? Or is this, or then the second thing that I'm really looking at is, is this keeping, am, am I dreading it? Am I dreading it when I'm not about to do it? And am I dreading it? Like when I'm, you know, is it in the back of my mind and any, every time I think about it, I'm dreading it. That's a different feeling. That is something that does not feel urgent. That is something that is a nudge. That is clearly something that is going against my personal policies. And I need to look at that. But in the case of this, where I just didn't feel like it, now that I'm in a role, I'm feeling much better and I'm glad I'm doing it. And I'm glad I hit record. There's a difference between knowing when to quit and then feeling like I'm just, and then, and then trusting your discipline to continue to, to keep going. And I feel like it's a nuanced conversation and it's different for every person. In fact, I ask a lot of my high, my high achievers on this podcast, that question, how do they navigate the difference between discipline and you not feeling like it? And for me, that's what I've come to. That's what I've decided. And that's what I do in my business all the time. And so this will also, and so because of that, once you start moving through that and you're able to get out of that valley of despair and own that you just don't feel like it. And then you consistently take that inspired action. You consistently just keep getting better and moving the dial to get better. Then you're going to be super, then you'll be super successful. It'll be easier for you to, to get to the outcomes that you want. Okay. And so because of that, it's really important that we hit reset because oftentimes most people are going to say no. And oftentimes you're going to be taking actions that feel familiar to you. You're going to need to be discerning on what needs a full pivot, what needs to change, and what what do you need to do for yourself to just to refresh, hit that reset button so that every experience and action that you take will move the dial. Because the truth is business is simple. It's not always easy, but it is simple. And a lot of the actions that you are going to take are going to be a lot of guessing, testing, and assessing. 
The trouble is most people are not assessing data to actually make those data-driven decisions. They're just, oh, I don't feel like it. And they're just going through a feeling, oh, that doesn't work. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. And it can be really draining. And so for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to help you reset, refocus, and then I'm going to give you five unique ways to take inspired action. Because the first thing that we need to do is we need to decide it and we need to declare it. And I want you to go back to your 2023 goal when you first decided that this is what I was going to do. This is the vision. What was it that you got committed to? And then did you chunk it down from the year vision to the quarterly vision? The reason why I have my accelerators and my members do quarterly visions is twofold. One is because a lot of times people, especially perfectionists and high achievers, they get stuck in the nitty gritty weeds of planning, taking action, crafting, creating, and I am all about actually getting the rep. I would rather have a bad rep than no rep because the truth is, is that most people do not have enough practice and skills underneath their belt to get to the vision and goal that they want. I have made the mistake in the past, not so much now, but in the past, I have made the mistake of attracting people who were just looking for the Ozempic of business building, where they were literally just looking for like, how can you turn my ATM, my, my computer into an ATM where I'll just push the on button and then I'll go to sleep and then millions will get flown to me. And I want to say, and by the way, no, no shade on Ozempic. If you're taking Ozempic because you have to, and because of, you know, whatever, then that's fine. I'm using it as an analogy to describe a lot of people when they're looking for the quick fixes. Okay. The fastest, most efficient way to get the clear path is not the same thing as, as putting a bandaid over a bullet hole. It's not the same thing as a quick fix. It's not the same thing as just treating the symptom and not treating the root cause. Okay. And what I was finding is that people were coming to me and they would take action. And then if that action didn't yield the result that they wanted within the first you know, time that they tried it because of their expectations, then they, they would just quit. And to me, that was so mind boggling to me because I would, I thought to myself, like, you're in this for the long haul, right? So then if you're in this in the long haul and because you want to do it, then why would you just give up after you posted once? Why would you give up after you created, you know, one offer? Okay. And, and then the other thing that was also so mind boggling to me is that people don't want to, people didn't, they, they want to turn their computer into a, a ATM machine. And then they don't want to like actually have conversations with people. And that is so absurd to me. It is so absurd to me because I don't know about you, but when I call somebody, when I call the bank, when I call the doctor, the last person I want to talk to is an automated AI bot. The last I it's, it, it's like, I dread it because I know I'm going to get this automated sequence. And the thing that is, it's, it's not necessarily that it's bad because people will be like, Oh my gosh, Beverly's saying no automated sequence. That's not what I'm saying. I use automated sequences all the time. It's just people 
look for the ways that you can pull people in closer to you. Look for the ways that you can have conversation and, and make that gap so that they don't hide from you easy. Meaning if they don't feel connected to you, they're not, then they're not going to show up. They're not going to come to your trainings. They're not going to come to your calls. Don't be surprised if they don't show up because they don't, they're not viewing it as something that's valuable. Okay. And it's interesting because also side note is that people will get on my calendar and they'll no show me. And then I'll see them later in the, in the week that they just, you know, reset themselves on my calendar and I cancel them. I call them and say, I'm sorry, you're not, you can't come to my calendar. And they're like, what? And I'm, and I honestly, I say, listen, you know, showed me. And so you cannot be on my calendar until you talk to me. And they get infuriated. Like somehow my time is owed to them. I'm like, I'm sorry, my time, I, I can't get back. There's so many different free resources for you. And I gave you the opportunity to say yes. And you could not respect my time enough to even communicate to me that there was an emergency if there was an emergency. So why would I keep giving you my time back? People under value their most valuable resource of time. Let's reset for Q4 because the truth is miracles can happen. Anything can happen. And it was something I was just saying to the accelerators recently. I said, listen, you could make a million dollars in the final quarter. You just have to be honest with yourself about what that's actually going to take. How many conversations are you going to need to have, whether it's one to many, whether it's many to many, or whether it's one to one. How many offer presentations are you going to need to have? And the skill required to communicate the right offer to the right person at the right time takes reps. In fact, I really, I recently listened to Harmozy talk about in an, in a interview, he was talking about how he actually put in 200 hours for his latest 90 minute presentation. We underestimate the amount of reps that are required to communicate effectively. And part of that is also how we underestimate the emotional attachment we have to outcomes. Successful people are not immune to to projects gone wrong to projects projects gone sideways they just trust themselves and know enough to know that they could figure it out and they move through that pain of disappointment faster they execute on making on taking action faster and we get so bogged down and blinded by the disappointment that we feel which i'm not saying don't feel it absolutely feel it but process but whatever you can do to process it and move through it is only going to be in your favor. And so regardless of where you are so far in the year, let's just take stock. Let's look at where we are percent to goal. If this is our goal, where are we as of, as of, you know, today, as of, you know, Q1, whatever it is. And then let's just reset and refocus. Okay. And in this podcast, now that we've blah, blah, blah for enough and we've decided it and we've declared it and we have cleared out all of the, the crap and, and pain of not, 
of, of all the disappointments because they're there. Okay. So what I would suggest to you is spend this day today, listening to this podcast. If you haven't already just write out all the disappointments, all the pain, all the feelings of like, of, of all the reasons why you shouldn't be doing what it is that you're doing and how, and all the things that you need to let go and that you want to just give and, and, and stop caring, take off the backpack, give the backpack to, to the universe, to God, to whatever you believe in, just to your mom, give the backpack away. And I want you to write it all down. And then I want you to just rip it up, burn it, and just say, this is no longer, I, I'm no longer available for this. And then we're going to decide and we're going to declare what we, and in spite of it all, this is what I meant to do. I'm going all in on me. And this is what I'm called and know I need to do. And then I want you to write out what comes up and I want you to figure out and I want you to look and see what is the inspired action that I need and then plan it out. And so here are some things that you strategic things that you can do in order to get a cash injection. So number one is if you're a coach, I'm willing to bet that we need to take a look at your one-on-one pricing on the the transformation program that you have. And you probably deserve to give yourself a raise because you haven't given yourself a raise in who knows how long. And if you don't value what it is that you bring to the marketplace, how can you, how can you even expect someone else to value it? So what I would say is let's do a uh, a one-on-one promotion, meaning you're going to share with and with anyone who doesn't get grandfathered in or grandmothered in to your current rate, and you're going to let them know, like, hey, if you're on the fence for any reason, now through X date, I'm going to be taking. This will be your final opportunity to get the to get the to to work with me in this exclusive capacity these rates will be expiring on this date. So if you're interested in desired outcomes, so that benefit without frustration, this is for you. Send me a DM or let's get on a call. That's the first thing I would do. Okay. And I would send an email to every single person you've presented your offer to that said no or not yet. I would ask for a referral. I would ask, check in with your past clients. And I would ask all of those people for referrals and get them on the phone and then, and then volume. You need multiple touch points to then get them. So number two is what can you bundle together? So that you, and then give them a promotional discounted rate with a timeline. And then what I want you to do when you are communicating it, and I don't want it to just be like, buy this product because this product is awesome. That is process orientated. Instead of focus on the problem that you're solving and the desire that they want. And then, which is exactly why we have this bundle. And it's perfect for you right now if problem one, problem two, problem three and you're ready for and want desired outcomes. So that benefit, benefit, benefit without frustration, because if you don't, what's the alternative? So that is how I would be communicating. And the truth is that's how I'm going to be communicating your one-on-one offer as well. 
So, so you're going to run a promotion for the one-on-one offer. Okay. Then the second thing, if you're selling product is you're going to look for bundles and your bundles are going to be, are going to speak to a, a promise and the bundle is going to facilitate as the vehicle, the process, the investment is going to be a discount and then give them a deadline of when this promotion is going to be running out and then give them the volume, continue to remind them that this is going to be happening. That's number two. And then number three, let's look for ways that you can affiliate mark, affiliate market. Okay. So maybe you don't have your own product or series, but is there any other products that you love that you could potentially, that you could potentially drive traffic to and for and be an affiliate for? So for example, if you are a supplement company, is there a coaching company that you can, that you can be an affiliate for? If you are a coaching company, is there a supplement company that you love that you can be an affiliate for? Can you look for the ways that you can be an affiliate? So do some affiliate marketing and communicating. That's number three. The fourth thing that you can do is do a brand new Kickstarter style offer. So what you'll do is you're going to send an email or do a promotion on social and say, Hey, I am about to create this program that will start on this day here. It's perfect for you. If problem, 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 and you want desired outcome with benefit without frustration, and you are struggling with problem, problem, problem. If that's you, then send me a DM. This is the date that we're going to start and sell it before you make it. That's number four. And then number five, the fifth thing that you can do for a unique way of cash injection is, is there a back end upsell offer that you could invite that you could create for your current client? So for example, let's say you're charging a premium right now for your one-on-one custom package. Is there a wellness weekend that you could even do virtually from your house? Is there something that you could do like a VIP day where you go to their house, you cook for them, you work out with them, that you do like a transformational day? Is there a back-end offer that you could create that is exclusive and only for your premium clients? Or if you love doing that and then you notice that that is a really awesome, cool thing that people seem to really like and really be into, so then you open it up and say, hey, I previously gave this to my clients, but now the people really seem to love these. If you're curious and interested, let me know and then create a create a a premium back end offer that for your clients. And then a bonus one, I'm going to give you six because you could get do a reverse one. If you have a premium offer, is there a lower ticket down sell, do it yourself type of offer that would be a great facilitator of taking the next state step? So it could be like a low ticket offer with a high end premium offer on the back end. That could be another opportunity for you to actually generate some cash. And so if this episode really helped you, please screenshot this, share this on your social media and tag me at Decent and Fitness. I love to hear from you. I love to, to hear what your big takeaways are. I'd also love to hear which one you're going to try, how well, how well it performed. And of course, if you're curious about setting up your own offer stack, that's profitable and generating revenue, especially as we go into Q4, 
And and est- it's estimated, I saw this in an email, one of my coaches had sent this to me and it just boggled my mind that in addition to the fact that the coaching industry is about to be, you know, is projected to be in the trillions, the $13.1 billion is estimated to be spent for Black Friday uh, holiday, uh, or holidays or Black Friday specials and Cyber Monday specials this year. And so even if you had 0.00001 or whatever of that pie, you could still make the impact and generate the income that you want. So thanks so much for hanging out with me today and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.